0: Wow. Wow. Wow, this is, this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either Ah, uh, sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. It's
0: beautiful. <laughs> Monster is, like, really small,
2: but it had to become that to stop me. i the hurt child... And it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished
0: going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you when you hit that first joint, like, in the morning, and you... Like, I actually feel a lot more, um, awake. Okay. Let's start wherever you like. Yeah, so...
2: I guess uh, there's a researcher part of me that are like a learner part or high input part, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. I really like when something cl- when something clicks, it like clicks. And I'm like, I want to learn everything about this now. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of doing Enneagram stuff. And I'm a, I'm a seven. That's what I am on there. I think a seven with the eight wing. I don't really know too much about the wing stuff, but.
0: Okay. I have, I have zero familiarity with it, so.
2: Yeah, so I'll kind of, that. my explainer part is happy to hear that because it's like, oh, I get to explain. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's basically like a, a seven. It gets labeled as like an enthusiastic type a lot, like very much an adventurous type, an enthusiastic type. And the cool thing about the Enneagram is it really kind of breaks down, like I've been reading a lot, like each type has like a certain passion, which not passion as in like something you love type thing, but more so like something that tends to get you in a grip, like tends to kind of, you go overboard with it. So for sevens, mm. it's gluttony. It's they—they're a, a type that is very overindulgent in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, and that overindulgent comes in the form of always chasing, like, joy. It's a type that gets described as being, which is just something I, a part of me really vibes with. Just, like, it's my job to be happy, and it's my job to make other people happy. And I do that mm. by always being that guy
3: that, is i'm good i'm happy like and then the enneagram is it gets like explained as like things that we
2: ways that we figure out in childhood to like survive basically so it's like that you went to these ways because it was a way to compensate for something as a child and so for sevens it gets described, uh, I've seen it described a lot. as like, uh, you had an absence of nurturing in a way. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you you dealt with that by becoming very self-sufficient in your own happiness. You didn't have anybody Mm -hmm. to write, you didn't, or maybe not anybody,
3: because I wouldn't say I didn't have anybody, but it's like, you didn't have enough regulation for that to be provided by your caretakers. And so a you know, part of you figured out, okay,
2: I have to do this myself. Yeah. So it's like, I'm happy. I'm, nothing is ever wrong with me. And when I think about that, there's a part of me that like rejects it right away because I'm like, what? I didn't get enough nurturing. That's not true. Like my mom is super loving type. I mean, uh, yeah, like uh, there's not a conversation that I can end with my mom without saying I love you. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm very, I was very close to my grandparents, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, a part of me starts coming up with defense mechanisms right away of like why that isn't accurate.
0: Sure. Yeah. And I just want to point out the, the polar nature of that question, like that there's a yes or no answer to whether or not you got quote enough nurturing And that to me already just, it sounds like a parts dynamic in that, you know, it's, it's a very kind of two-dimensional look at it. You know, one saying yes, one saying no, when, you know, we're talking about 20 years of your life, you know, day after day and, and how people showed up in it.
2: Yeah, that is very, that's that's a good point. Cause when you say that, I kind of feel the part that definitely feels like that the part that's on that no side is like, okay, what about, what about the fact that you've always had trouble making friends with
3: guys? Mm -hmm. There's a part of me, that part of me is like, you can't get it off your mind that, August 17th of this year is going to be the 10th anniversary
2: of your grandfather passing away. Like, if you think about it too long, you start crying.
3: And you mm-hmm. literally wrote down the other day how he was the only man who ever really understood you. Mm-hmm. And So it's like, obviously, there's something there as f- from, a, from a male bonding standpoint. hmm
2: and then the part of me that's on that yes side is still kind of. But wait, what about this? What about like it? It, there, it it is a back and forth. Uh.
3: Yeah. So I think uh. I think what I want to do. That part that. Yeah, the part that is kind of pointing out all the buts. That you did have this. Yeah. I'm going to ask it to step into another room. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can get to know the one that's, that has concerns or has grievances. Yeah. Cause it's not just, it's not just the male bonding.
2: Cause that's there. That's like the elephant in the room.
3: Uh-huh. But then there's like the stuff that so it it feels um—it feels uncomfortable for me to talk about, like, because that part when it starts to point out, what about your issues with your mom? Uh, uh-huh. That's uncomfortable. Sure. And there is, yeah.
0: So does it respond? I was just going to ask if that part responded to you asking it to step aside.
3: It did. It went into the room pretty readily. Mm -hmm. The part that's on that no side of that polarization. When yeah. I ask it. What else? What else does it feel like? I didn't get enough of as a kid. Male bonding comes up. The the feelings of always being misunderstood by everybody comes up. Like nobody mm-hmm. really gets me. Feeling like I was just like a, like an outcast in a lot of ways. And then there's a lot of confusion that comes up because a girl I was talking to the other day asked me like, what were you like as a kid? I just asked her to guess and the the guess is that I was like this popular kid Hmm. because of how I am. And I get it like people people see this like guy who has a lot of charm who is very talkative has a lot of energy mm-hmm. it's like well the energy was there but I, mm-hmm. a part of me feels like i have to keep that persona up sure
0: okay so this part's showing you these different outcomes or experiences That felt like it wasn't enough. Something, something wasn't enough for it, or it wasn't wasn't uh, feeling connected. Or
3: yeah, the
2: the easiest way I can describe it is, it's almost like a it's almost like a story, like like just different chapters. Mm -hmm. Because like right now, it might sound like uh, I have a lot of clarity on it, but really, this is not stuff that I've
3: Think about in my life. But it's like yeah. when I, s- but it, there are connections to the persona that I create.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just stay with the listening with that part. Um, you know, see what else it has to show you.
3: Asking it what else it wants you to know. Part of me feels very empty. There's a feeling of emptiness uh-huh. inside my torso, in the middle. Not, not like my sternum, but Lord, I guess my, my belly. Uh-huh. Which is weird, because I just ate.
0: And does it feel like it's coming from this part? Or is this part pointing towards it as, you know, something that it's protecting you from, for example?
3: I don't know if that question made any sense. I can ask it another way if it didn't. That part... I'm not supposed to feel the emptiness, right? Right. And how do you
0: respond when you hear when you hear that coming from this part, or when you. When you see that, what's your kind of emotional response or, yeah, response to this part?
3: Why? Why I'm not supposed to feel that emptiness? But when I ask why, the answer I get is more of a what, I guess. Because it's like, well, that emptiness. Boredom is the word I want to say. Boredom? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just... Part of me is constantly worried about this emptiness. Part of me knows when I'm bored, when I'm unsatisfied, when I'm not happy. That emptiness can feel overwhelming. So I have to feel... I don't really feel that emptiness with anything. That part of me... I have distracting parts. Sure. And how does this part feel about you... Like... Working with the part that feels empty. Does it trust you to do that? Not really. hmm And right now, there's a part of me that is making me... There's a part of me that's just like, God, I wish I could... Just... I miss smoking weed. <laughs> Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. There's a part of me. Yeah, there's a part of me that really just wishes I could smoke weed. Uh, uh-huh. I, I stopped doing that a while ago this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be good to ask this part kind of
0: when it's when it's thinking about the the upside to smoking weed, like what is what is the upside? What is the positive feeling that that it's wanting to get
3: to? It gets me back to feeling like I'm good. Uh-huh. I yeah, I'm I'm good. Everything's all right. I can be I can be normal, happy, carefree Brandon. Um uh-huh. part of me that was on the no part of that polarization we talked about earlier. Uh It just in those chapters I was talking about it, that part of me just reminded me of when I was a kid, how I had this habit of constantly going to the refrigerator. And I would just open it and look inside. Most
2: Uh of the time, I wouldn't get anything. And I would just, like, do it as, like, an OCD habit almost. Uh My mom and my grandparents would get yelled at. It's like the same. Ain't nothing changed in that refrigerator in the last hour. Uh Sure. The only thing I would grab is that if there was, like, a soda or grapefruit juice, I freaking love grapefruit juice. Um. I don't let myself buy grapefruit juice because if I buy sixty-four ounce of Ocean Spray one hundred percent grapefruit juice, yeah. I will drink all of it in a night. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: And COVID is reminding me that, that's like, my 1st that was one of my first addictions. Uh huh. Yes, addictions are a good way to avoid feelings of emptiness. Sure, yeah. Well, and that's kind of
0: what I was wanting to to ask earlier was kind of like, what is the what is it about the weed smoking or drinking tons of juice or whatever? Like, what is that feeling that it provides and what would it take or what does this part need or can this part even imagine that being provided
3: by you you know without without whatever substance or um yeah addiction Mm-hmm. Right now, no, it doesn't feel like I can provide. I just feel like
2: that part of me feels like if it's if it's not a sugary drink, it'll be weed. It won't be weed. Mm-hmm. It'll be alcohol. If it can't be
3: that, it'll be sex. It'll There's always something I can find. I need... It's okay, I, I, that part feels very self-conscious right now. Okay.
0: It's, are you, are you able to, to show appreciation for um, wanting to keep you from feeling that emptiness?
3: Yeah, I,
2: I, I want to tell it it's okay because, I mean,
3: As I was saying all that, I guess it's just, it's like, you don't have to feel self-conscious. Maybe, maybe that part is better at its job than
2: some other people's parts, but it's, it's, it's it's what happens a lot of the times. All those things are big dopamine hits.
0: Sure. Sure. It all makes sense. It's, it's nothing. Nothing uh, abnormal and, and the part has a has a specific intention that, that you're able to see and connect with and I mean, it sounds like it all it all makes sense. And if you can just show the part that and you know, without the intention to, to fix it or, or anything, just show it that it makes sense to you and even show it appreciation for.
3: Wanting to keep you feeling good. Yeah, there's a part there that is still annoyed with it, though hmm there's a part that feels like well if you would let him feel bad maybe he would get somewhere sure
0: yeah and so I, yeah i would just not not affirming or denying if that's true i would just ask that part again for space just so you can stay in the stay in the conversation with this part and you can revisit that other part too it'll have its time
3: Staying with this first part. I mean, there's all kinds of ways we could go, but just trying to learn more about what it would rather be doing. Or how... Yeah, how it how it likes its job, how it feels about its job. The way it feels is just that. Just worries about what would happen. That part just really doesn't want to feel bad. A part, yeah. And how old does the part think that you are? I think a preteen. Yeah, so go ahead, go ahead and update it there. And you
0: might also update it on the success you've had in IFS in all kinds of
3: inner work. Maybe ask what it needs from you in the future. It doesn't mind being called a pleasure seeking part. I actually that. That's what I'm going to call it pleasure seeking part. And when I let it know that I was 29, it got, got excited. And it, uh, and it was a feeling of like, oh, maybe you can show me how to be responsible. But unfortunately, I don't think I really answered from self with that because right away I felt like me teach you responsibility. Like, wait, what? Like that—that that sounds like a lot. So that part yeah, doesn't I mean, really feel like I'm ready. Which I can understand. Okay. It did let me know though that. There is something inside of that emptiness. Yeah. Kind of makes me think of... It's the same as that black ball that I've found at the edge of the forest. Yeah. It's always darkness with something inside of it. protectors that keeping me away from that.
0: And this pleasure-seeking part feels a little more optimistic about the idea of you working with that partner.
3: I'm not saying we need to do it now or anything. I'm just looking for the, what its outlook is. I guess that pleasure seeking part has its own feelings of wanting to grow up almost. It's interesting.
0: And does it want, does it want you to grow up or the system to grow up? Or does it want itself to grow up?
3: It wants itself to grow up. Okay. And what would that look like
0: if it was, or maybe a better question is I kind of like, why, what is it, how does it want to be different? And what's behind that, what's behind that uh, desire that it has to to be different. As opposed to just it, it be the pleasure seeking part and you are still able to lead and, uh, you know, respond to it.
3: I guess it just wants to feel like it's responsible. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why it asked me to teach it responsibility. But I really want that part to know that it's already responsible. I mean, it's protecting something.
0: Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at, of just the idea of it, it being what it is, is okay. And it doesn't have to be responsible for the emptiness. It doesn't have to be responsible for other parts. It doesn't have to be responsible for the decisions you make in the external world. I mean, it
3: makes sense that it's concerned about those things.
0: But you might just be able to show it what it would look like if, if it didn't have to take that responsibility and it was able to, Let you handle that.
3: The idea of not showing concern sounds like so much. That's the part saying that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, we're not like invalidating its concerns or saying it's like wrong to be concerned. It's just, just kind of the idea of letting you shoulder some of those burdens and decision-making and responsibility.
3: The part doesn't feel invalidated. It just, I guess, the idea that that part was even concerned to begin with was like a shock to its system. Oh, Mm mm-hmm. That part doesn't feel great about itself. It just feels like... It doesn't feel great about itself. How do you feel about it? I want to give it a hug. There you go.
0: Maybe you could return to that kind of question of what's next, what's what's what does this part need from you in the future?
3: need needs more time, less judgment. I think it needs appreciation. Mm-hmm. guess I do beat myself up for how fun loving I am. Yeah, and then you also
0: have, you know, you have this other part that's that's judging it, that's critical of it, that's saying you're fine, you know, or it's wrong to to be that way or whatever. And so that's something else that you can offer to this part is like you can work with that other part. Um, You know, you can, if you want, you could do that now. You could kind of... Invite that part to to see what you're up to to see to see if it's um, how it feels about you know you working with this with this pleasure seeking
3: part in this way. There's a part that feels like what's the point of life if you're not having fun? Hmm? It feels like that part feels like the pleasure seeking part should just stop being lazy. That part feels like it can get more out of it. That part doesn't realize that all the pleasure-seeking part is gonna do is turn my addiction, mm. because it's being driven too much.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's the part that you would invite to 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 see your work, to see how you're able to connect with the pleasure-seeking part. You know, which takes time, and it takes learning about it and building that relationship. And then it's just a different way of working with it. And you're not, you're not just handing it the keys, you know, you're you're learning about the, the deeper wants, the deeper intentions, and you're showing it appreciation so that it doesn't have to, it's not in this fight for your attention or with
3: these other parts. That part made my face turn into a scowl. Oh, I'm curious. How, how that come about? My part just sees laziness, weakness, incompetence. Yeah. All those excuses. Yeah.
0: Well, I would suggest that you find the time to work with that part in the same way. Just let it have its hour or however long it takes for you to go to that same place and
3: um, understand it. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty intense. That part really, Yeah, just, just for those few moments, I felt, I felt so much judgment. hmm Yeah. I guess I will have to sit with that part at some point because mm-hmm. I don't even know what the judgment It I feels automatic. Like a better person. But. Yeah. They all have good intentions.
0: And these protective parts are also, they're protecting something. There's an exile in there. It sounds like you've already done a lot to identify it and you can, you can get to it and help it out so that they don't have to work so hard.
3: Hmm. I have a, my rationalizing and explaining parts just kind of came back online. Mm-hmm. Just put in my head, you know, you're supposed to be a seven with an eight wing on that Enneagram thing. And eights are a powerful type. Phrase to describe them is like a this will never happen to me again type from their childhood.
2: Yeah. um, In my mind, I really do think of Enneagram types as just different parts. I was like, oh. Dude, you probably just have some of those traits really working, the polarization. Right. Yeah. So much fun loving and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Got of that it feels yeah. like it needs to put some law and order into this thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got it all.
2: And then I just had a part that was absolutely disgusted by that law, order. I don't know. I have parts that feel like nobody's going
3: to control me—not even me. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 What a funny thought! <laughs> I'm kind of watching the clock. I'm, I'm guessing you had to—you have a hard out. You got to go back to work here pretty soon. Yeah, I have enough time to say bye to these parts. Yeah. Yeah, especially that one that shared so much. Just uh, thank it and try to figure out when and how you can get back to them. Keep doing this. Yeah, it's like every time I do this, the list of parts to say thank you to and goodbye to gets longer,
2: which I guess
0: is a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, it, it is what it is, and you know, you can, either, you can either get to know them or not. It's kind of our, our only option. <laughs>
3: Okay. Well, how, how do we do? Do you have any
0: feedback for me or requests of, of uh, or suggestions of how we might go in the future? I
3: mm-hmm. wouldn't say any suggestions are coming to me right now. It was a good session. I thought so. Hope to do it again sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it was it was a good session. I saw that you. I saw that you uh, posted one uh, my first call. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like I need to go back and listen to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's interesting. I, I rarely go back and listen to entire conversations, um, but I've, I'm finding myself finally doing that more and more. Like, so, seemed like after I have a couple months of distance, that I'm able to appreciate them in another way. Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess there's no better way to access a trailhead than to literally go to an IFS previous session.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but all right. Cool, I hope we get to talk to you again soon.
2: I'm sure we will, you have a good one. All right,
1: you too, take care. Do you wanna help bring more self energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Ivan, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better.